All right, everybody, welcome to episode number 129 of the Between the Cracks podcast. I am your host, Bill, and I will be flying solo for just one more episode. I have received confirmation that Chris is indeed en route to studio and will be here for next week's episode. With that being said, it doesn't mean that tonight's episode is going to be a walk in the park. Or is it? My God, what a perfect segue. Because tonight, my good people, we are headed to Watertown, New York to discuss the bizarre happenings that seem to be taking place at the historic Thompson Park. Now, you may be thinking, what could possibly be going on at a beautiful town park that can be causing such an uprising? Well, it seems that there are various eyewitness accounts that there is indeed an interdimensional vortex that is located within the park. And this time vortex itself is said to change location. So it's not always in the same spot. So you can't really prepare yourself (laughs) and you can't really walk up on this thing because you never truly know where it is. Now, with all that said, some of you guys may be thinking, what the hell is a vortex? An interdimensional or dimensional vortex is basically a portal and it can be used to travel between dimensions and places. So you can end up in a second dimension, third dimension, whatever the case may be. However, for this particular vortex or portal, whatever you want to refer to it as, it seems that a majority of the people that have entered this portal end up in a different section of the park. (laughs) And in some very unfortunate cases, it's been reported that some people have entered the vortex and have never been seen nor heard from again. <laughs> and, and to make matters even crazier, the local municipalities have actually put up signs and labeled this place the Thompson Park Vortex. It's also known as Watertown's Area 51. Silence, and we all know Area 51, but... Let me just give a brief synopsis on that as well. Uh, Area 51 is located in the southern portion of Nevada. It's known mostly for being a highly classified U.S. Air Force facility within the Nevada Test and Training Range. So there's a lot of speculation as to uh, what is going on there at Area 51. A lot of people seem to believe that there is uh, sufficient evidence to believe that there is indeed extraterrestrial life form living within the parameters of Area 51. Now, get this part, and this is where it gets weird. The nickname for Area 51 is actually Watertown. And where's Thompson Park? In Watertown, New York. Now, you may be thinking, my oh my, what a coincidence. But it it may not be as sinister as it sounds, because uh, upon uh, researching this, uh, I learned that Area 51 was known by the nickname Watertown, which was rumored, I don't know if it's a fact, but it's rumored to have been inspired by the name of CIA Director Alan Dulles' birthplace in Watertown, New York. So, I mean, we definitely have to look into this. I mean, coincidence or not, it's definitely a little suspect if you ask me. So, with all that said, let's go back a little bit and just give a brief rundown on the history of Thompson Park. Thompson Park was designed and created in 1899, 
over 100 years ago after a local industrialist by the name of John C. Thompson made a generous donation to Watertown and its citizens. It seems that Thompson was inspired by Central Park and its designer, old Freddie Olmsted, and he wanted to bring that same concept to Watertown. He wanted to utilize that landscape to have a public space for the lovely people of Watertown, New York to enjoy. Now, this park is no joke. Apparently, it features a zoo and an 18-hole golf course. So this place is absolutely enormous. And in addition to the zoo, the golf course, and all the other stuff, it just has a vast number of beautiful trails and just lovely scenery that overlooks the entire city of Watertown. I mean, this place is truly beautiful. Now, obviously, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the activities and the beauty of the park, but that's really not the reason we're here, is it? As I said in the beginning, Thompson Park is really <laughs> is really known for one thing in particular. That is the Watertown Park Vortex. Now, as you can imagine, the Vortex itself is not listed on things to do on the Thompson Park website. And it's not given a specific location just simply due to the fact that there is no concrete location. As I said in the beginning of the show... This vortex, which has been experienced by quite a few people, is said to move around the park. It is as unpredictable as the location where it will spit you out, okay? We just simply do not have an exact location of this vortex. Because most eyewitnesses that claim to have entered the vortex say that they do so, but they eventually just reemerge at a different location in the park. So basically, it's time travel within the park. Now, we really have to examine that. Are these people really being transported from one section of the park to another? Or are they simply getting lost and going off trail? So we don't really know. But at BTC, we love to do our due diligence once in a while. So what I did is I went looking for actual eyewitness accounts. And I found a very interesting one that was rather bizarre. And uh, I'm going to read it to you guys right now. I found it on Reddit. This person who wrote this said that they were a freshman at college, they were attending JCC in Watertown, and they had been hearing about the happenings and misfortunes surrounding the Watertown Park Vortex. To make a long story short, this person says one day they decided to head into the park and research this themselves. I'm going to paraphrase here. One of my roommates, who we're going to just call B, came with me. We got there around 8.30 after a long day of classes and started to poke around. It's not like we knew what we were looking for at all, so we really did just wander for a few minutes until I noticed a hiking path that had been chained off. Self-destruct sequence activated. But the further in we got, the darker it got. The trail must have been closed for a while because the trees were so thick that there was absolutely no light, not even from the moon. When we really couldn't see six inches in front of our face, we agreed that I would take the lead with my phone light and B would turn her phone off and save the battery in case something went really wrong. When I turned my light on, my stomach dropped. There was something wrong with the trees. They were twisted and covered with cancerous-looking knots. We stared a little too long, and B pointed out that some of them actually looked like faces. We stopped pointing the light up. So, <laughs> this is terrifying. And uh, as someone who's been lost in the woods before... It's easy to become discombobulated, and that's just in the daytime, never mind at night. But this specifically reminds me of the Dark Hedges, which I believe is in Ireland. It's a street or 
like a path of these overgrown trees that are kind of intertwined and connected. It gives the illusion like you're going into a tunnel and you're kind of being sucked into this other world. You know, it's it's very creepy looking. So I'm imagining that that's what they're seeing here. There's like unnatural nodding in uh, the trees and it looks like they're kind of like forming together to, to create, like I said, like this tunnel type atmosphere. So I'm imagining that this is what these people are seeing. <laughs> all right, so let's get back to this kid's story. Uh, they stopped pointing the lights up. That's where we left off, all right? They say here that it got worse the further we went into the woods. Well, no shit. It was so horrifyingly quiet. No wind, no rustling. The only sound was our feet squelching in the mud. And then the squelching got worse. And we realized it was because the ground was covered in what must have been a few thousand nightcrawlers. Well, that makes perfect sense in that type of environment. That's absolutely disgusting. For those of you that don't know or aren't familiar with the term, Nightcrawler is, is just a worm. So they're just saying that this path is completely covered in worms. Just disgusting. So let me get back into this. Overall, we lost about 45 minutes to an hour before I finally gave up on the paths and just plowed through the trees trying to get us out. We came out at the golf course. We managed to find our way back to the path that took us back to the main park area. We had only been there for an hour and a half at most, maybe even two. But when B turned her phone back on, it was a little after three in the morning. We had lost five hours between arriving and finding our way back to the entrance. Now, that that's terrifying, all right? I don't know if this kid is telling the truth or not, and they may not intentionally be lying. They very well could just have lost track of time and had gotten lost longer than they thought. And, you know, nerves play a big part in that. Like I've said, I've been lost before in the woods in a forest that I'm very familiar with. And I, I told the story a number of times on, on this episode that I was deep in the woods one time and I came across, and it was, luckily it was in the daytime, I could see everything. I came across a guy who was dressed in a suit in the woods by himself. There was no car or anything in the parking lot. He was just there by himself, dressed up in a suit. So it freaked me out. I picked up a rock. I was like, you know, if this guy comes near me, I'm just going to blast him. I don't care. But I was so bugged out just because it's something you weren't expecting to see. As familiar as I was with the trail that I was on, I could see how it would be very easy to make a mistake. You know, you're panicking. You're trying to get out of there faster. You make a wrong turn. It's an absolute recipe for disaster. So you could think that it won't happen to you, but... You know, just keep in mind that it's very easy to get confused in there. It's very similar to being in one of those mirrored rooms at like a carnival or a fair or whatnot. Everything kind of looks the same. You know, it's get very, very confusing. Anyway, the user here goes on to say, I don't know what happened to us, but there is something wrong with that place. I never find that trail we took on any map and neither one of us could ever explain what happened to those five hours in the woods. I never did get another chance to try and prove one way or another, but I know one thing for fact. Those stories have some truth to them. There is something going on at Thompson Park. Now, this post is from five years ago, so it seems like all comments have since ceased, but there's one here that kind of challenges the, this kid's claim. One of the commenters says, you're associating this with the time vortex because that's what you were there to see. You went there with a specific purpose in mind, so your mind basically pulled a self-fulfilling prophecy. You likely didn't realize how long you were there and believe you experienced the vortex because that's what you wanted to experience. 
Now that that commenter has a very very good point. Could this be a case of a self-fulfilling prophecy? I don't know, but you know, truth be told, I would say it's a little bit of both. But the woods, it's a very unpredictable place. It's very easy to lose your faculties. Once you get discombobulated and you get scared, you're not keeping track of time. You don't know where the hell you are, what time it is, what time you went in, what time you left. So it's very easy to have time pass by much faster than you thought it was. So these types of claims are nothing new. Remember I said Thompson Park was created in 1899 and there has been no shortage of people who have claimed to experience this vortex through the years. And some of the encounters sound very similar to what the Reddit user that we just spoke about experienced. So my only advice to you good people would be that if you do intend on visiting Thompson Park, make sure you're firing on all cylinders that day, both mentally and physically. And how can you assure you can do that? Well, the answer is simple. Magic Mind. What's Magic Mind, you ask? Magic Mind is the world's first fully optimized blend of adaptogens, neurotropics, and functional mushrooms. This magical little elixir has been carefully crafted for over 10 years with the help of scientific advisory boards. Magic Mind is infused with 13 ingredients that work together to provide a holistic solution for optimized mental health. And let's talk about those ingredients for just a bit. Allow me to list off some of my favorites. You have vitamin C, you have organic matcha, you have the vitamin B complex that includes your vitamin B2, B3, and B12. And my personal favorite, the organic ashwagandha, plus many, many more. So like I said, all these ingredients, they work together to optimize your mental health. I'm telling you, gone are the days of those mid-afternoon coffee crashes. You know, when you have three, four, five cups of coffee, and by three or four in the afternoon, you, you just feel awful, right? You hit the wall, you're tired, you feel over-caffeinated, so that makes you feel sick. But that's not going to happen here. No, not with Magic Mind, it won't. So the benefits are endless here. But I have one more thing to share with you guys. My friends over at Magic Mind have created a super offer to share with you good people out in podcast land. Get this, only this January, to help you crush your 2024 goals and stay fully focused throughout the year, Magic Mind is offering you one month for free when you subscribe for three months at magicmind.com forward slash Jan Between. That's J-A-N-B-E-T-W-E-E-N. That's magicmind.com forward slash Jan Between. And you use our code B-E-T-W-E-E-N-2-0. That's between 20. B-E-T-W-E-E-N-2-0. It's an extra 20% off, which gets you up to 75% off. But hurry up, because this offer only lasts until the end of January. Once again, it's magicmind.com forward slash J-A-N-B-E-T-W-E-E-N. And use our code BETWEEN20. So give Magic Mind a shot today and take your first shot of Magic Mind tomorrow. Oddly enough, I found a news article that deals with an encounter that took place back in the 1930s. And I'm going to read this to you. Thompson Park. The city park is said to be a portal to another dimension. Nothing unusual was reported here until the 1930s when WPA workers built a series of stone walls leading up a grassy hill. People soon began experiencing eerie feelings on the hill. 
which is situated between a golf course and a swimming pool. Locals named the area Lightlines after the odd sensations felt to people walking in the grassy space between two rows of trees here. Strange sounds and ghostly forms started to manifest in the area. Mist-covered shapes, sometimes on horseback, were reported. Well, remember, there's a zoo in the park, so that may explain that. But uh, in the 1970s, people began suffering physical effects at light lines. One 18-year-old vanished from the top of the hill in plain sight of several eyewitnesses. 20 minutes later, he reappeared, totally disoriented at the bottom of the hill. So make of that what you will. I mean, now we have people vanishing in plain sight. <laughs> My God, I mean, what is going on here? With that said, time vortexes, time lapse, portals to <laughs> other dimensions. That's not the only thing we have to deal with here at Thompson Park. Apparently, on Tuesday, November 15th of the year 2011, there was a UFO sighting that took place in the skies above Thompson Park. And I'm going to read it verbatim here. There was a black triangular object seen in Watertown, New York. A friend and I were testing out my new telescope at Thompson Park, and around 9.15 p.m., I decided it was too cold to keep going and started packing up. The park has very little lighting and no lighting along the paths to get down the hill. As we walked down the path, I noticed a large black triangular object hovering above some woods. It appeared that the sky was missing, but a couple of seconds later, it moved in my direction, swooping over my friend and I, and then it flew very quickly out of sight. I told my friend what I just saw, and he didn't believe me. Up until that point, I didn't believe in UFOs, and I did not believe in intelligent life beyond Earth. But this small and short event changed my mind. I haven't seen anything since, but I haven't been back to the park at night since. So again, take that encounter with a grain of salt. But if there was going to be a UFO sighting and an alien encounter in New York State... Thompson Park seems as good of a place as any to have it. So whether you believe this type of stuff or not, that's up to you. We're just here to report the claims as they've been documented. So I gave a brief description of a time vortex in the beginning of the show, but let me dive a little deeper into that, and I grabbed another uh, definition here. And truth be told, I don't know if I necessarily care for the tone being used in this definition. All right? It says, A time vortex is a hypothetical concept in physics and science fiction, that's what I don't like, that refers to a region of space-time where the normal flow of time is disrupted or distorted. In science fiction, time vortexes are often depicted as portals or pathways through which characters can travel to different points in time. In theoretical physics, time vortexes, sometimes discussed in the context of wormholes and other exotic space-time geometries, but their existence has not been proven. Hmm. So I do understand that none of this has actually been proven, but nonetheless, it's a fascinating topic. And I mean, who wouldn't want time travel and time portals, wormholes, whatever the hell you want to call it, to exist? It's an absolutely intriguing concept. But the fact that there's no proof here has not stopped paranormal investigators and scientists, for that matter, to come out to the park to get their hands dirty and see what they can come up with as far as what could possibly be the cause of all these claims. What is going on there? What is this vortex? And they came up with something. And that is the strong electromagnetic field over 
Thompson Park. And apparently this electromagnetic field has the ability to cause nausea, confusion, and hallucinations. So let me give a brief definition of what an electromagnetic field is, and then we can go from there. An electromagnetic field is a field of force that consists of both electrical and magnetic components resulting from the motion of an electrical charge and containing a definite amount of electromagnetic energy. So from there, I went to look into what were the possible health effects that electromagnetic fields could have on a human body. And time and time again, I kept coming across that there are reported symptoms of headaches, anxiety, suicide, depression, nausea, fatigue, and quite possibly the worst one yet, loss of libido. <laughs> we don't want that. But in all seriousness, it says that EMFs can induce changes in the central nervous system, nerve cells, and therefore can act as a stress source for certain living creatures. I'm assuming most notably human beings. I, I, I think we, we might be onto something here. <laughs> now, I'm no scientist, and as, as you can see, I'm just reading this off the internet, but I, I would think that there would have to be some validity to the claims that there is a heightened electromagnetic field somewhere along that park, whether it be in the park or at the park's edge, we don't know. But something, and I'm going to steal a line from that Reddit user that I spoke of before, there is something going on at Thompson Park. What it is, we do not know, but <laughs> there's something up. Something weird is happening. Because now we're talking over a century's worth of claims. And as I said earlier in the show, even the town itself has acknowledged it. Because they put up a sign that reads, Thompson Park Vortex, Watertown's Area 51. I mean, maybe it's in jest, but nonetheless, they're still putting up a, a, a caution sign that you're in the vicinity of a supernatural vortex. But listen, that's not keeping the crowds away. Because I'm actually on the Thompson Park website historicthompsonpark.org and get this they have over 800 google reviews 818 to be exact and it looks like they're averaging 4.7 out of five stars one guy says it's a great place to go hang out with your family and bring your dogs <laughs> and then some woman writes i love this area great playground walking paths pool splash pad just a great place to get out and enjoy the day, rain or shine, with a covered area for picnics. <laughs> so listen, the fact that there may be a time vortex in this area, it's not stopping the people from coming out. And I can't blame them, because this park looks absolutely beautiful. I mean, you go through the pictures, winter, spring, summer, fall. I mean, this looks like the place to be. It's absolutely stunning. So good for the people of Watertown, New York. I'm glad you have this beautiful park to call your own. But... With that said, <laughs> I would certainly make sure that before entering the park, you may want to be cautious and, and kiss everyone goodbye, just in case you catch yourself in a, in a time portal and you can't make it back to this dimension. <laughs> I mean, who knows? I, I think a lot of these claims are just people going off the trail and getting discombobulated. And if indeed there is an electromagnetic field nearby, perhaps that's playing a role. I do not know. But what I do know is that the mind can easily play tricks on you. And like the one commenter on Reddit said, you know, if you go in there with a specific purpose in mind, your mind very well could be 
bring a self-fulfilling prophecy to fruition. You know, who knows? But that's it. That is the case of the Thompson Park Vortex. So with all that said, let me get the rundown so I can get the hell out of here for the night. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us at btcpod2020 at gmail.com or you can get in touch with us on Facebook or Instagram between the cracks podcast. If you would like to become one of our lovely patrons, please feel free to click on the link in the show notes. It would be oh so greatly appreciated. So now with all that said, I think it's time I wish to find, find people out in podcast land the fondest. Oh, a fair.